0: Everybody ready? Let's get rolling.
1: This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The
0: Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's
2: The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Weaver State head football coach Jay Hill coming up here momentarily. We'll find out what life is like in his world as he tries to... Uh, He'd keep his team together and uh, productive and uh, figure out what's next in the uh, in the world of FCS college football. And tell you what, Gordon, this has got to be tough for Coach because uh, Jay was bringing back a team that was going to be really, really good.
3: Well, I mean, that describes every year, doesn't
2: it? Seems to. I mean, he certainly <laughs> has built something uh, pretty nice uh, yeah. there at Weber State.
3: Yeah, he's a, he's a really good coach. And he knows he, he's known... Which athletes to get, how to get them, and then to coach them up, and then they play terrific. Man, the only thing they have left to do, really, well, not that, not that, uh, there's just one thing. But uh, how about a national championship yeah. for the Weaves?
2: Man, that would be a huge deal. Not to mention he he's he puts together great staffs and then has great success, and then other teams. Uh, hire away his entire staff every year it's a it's it's difficult but what he's built there is is pretty special and it's got to be difficult uh, going through this situation um, where it's uh, you know difficult to or more difficult to play than it certainly is in a normal circumstance and uh, especially when he has a good team that's got to be got to be hard um, but uh, you, there's no doubt about it. He's done a terrific job up there. In fact, let's get out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. He's the head football coach at Weaver State University. He's our friend Jay Hill. What's going on, coach? Hi, guys. What's up? Oh, man. We're, uh, we're – We're just uh, trying to talk some sports. The NFL is starting tonight, which is awesome. Gordon, of course, picked the Chiefs because they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. And I'm just excited to watch a little football tonight, to
3: be honest.
4: Well, that's a good pick, Gordon. I think that they're going to be the favorite in most games.
3: See, Jay, here's the thing. I mean, I make a pick based on how good the team is. And then Jake makes fun of me for picking the better team. That would, but it, that's why. That's why I always pick Weber to beat whoever they're playing that week.
4: Well, I appreciate that for sure. I appreciate that. But yeah, the Chiefs—they're probably a good safe pick. Although the Rams didn't follow up their Super Bowl very good last year, so no. Uh, you never know. We
2: we tease him, Coach, because he's the type of guy who picks all number one seeds in the NCAA <laughs> tournament bracket. That's why we wow. tease him.
4: Well, there's there's a reason why they're the one seed, I guess. I'm I'm probably guilty of that most years too. So,
2: <laughs> well, let's let's talk a little football and uh, just just tell us, Coach, what's life like in your world right now with you and your players? How are you know? How's I guess modus operandi right now?
4: Well, in a way it sucks because last week I was, I don't want to say depressed, but it sucked watching college football on Saturday knowing that we were supposed to be playing that day and you're not. And in a way, we still don't know why we're not playing. And so it just, it's frustrating. But at the same time, this has been a great time off because. The NCAA has introduced this 12-hour work week to us where we can do some skill development with a ball, and we can get our guys out there for a little more time than normally we could in the spring. And so there's actually a lot of fun, good stuff we've been able to come up with, but it's still not the same as playing, obviously.
3: So Jay, you you used some terminology there that I think is interesting because Ryan Day had had uh, written something out that he was confused and the communication was poor between the conference and him, not really understanding everything the position of the conference versus what he wanted to get done as a as a football coach. Is do you f- feel that way about
4: what's going on with Weber? Oh, absolutely. See, the biggest frustration we had to go through, there there was no communication because nobody knew anything. I mean, it's not like the president could come and communicate with the football coach or the AD could communicate with the football coach because nobody knew. The presidents didn't know. The ADs didn't know. Commissioners didn't know. And you're waiting for health departments to kind of give us some instruction or guidelines or something. And and what we were experiencing in Utah was completely different than what they were experiencing in Washington and California and Colorado and it's just nobody knew and the the not knowing was the most frustrating part um and it still is in a way
2: how are your players handling it coach how are how are they doing not only through the football situation but just in general i mean this has been hard on everybody including young people
4: well um I got to give kudos to the players because I think they're handling it about as good as possible. They've come to work most days with a smile on their face and just understanding that nobody knows what's going on. And if we get to play in the spring, great, we better be ready. And uh, that's a hard ask, quite frankly, for the players because you're, you're telling them they got to bust their butt and they got to lift weights and they got to go run and they got to do all this, but we don't know what for necessarily or when. Uh, I think they've handled it about as good as could be expected, but it's an issue. I mean, to say that they're 100% go, huh, just go, be hungry and get after it every day. I mean, that's, it's probably unrealistic at this point until we have some direction on what we're doing. So what has your
3: team been up to? We understand they've been doing some service projects and things like that. How, how are they staying busy?
4: Well, Tuesday morning was crazy. We all I mean, I got up, I'm driving to work, every street light's out, trees are down across the road, there's debris everywhere, and we get to the field and there was 70-mile-an-hour winds blowing across the field for our morning workout, so we ended up canceling, sending the players home, school got canceled, and we're sitting in limbo again, like COVID had us for all the last couple months, and I was tired of it, so... I sent a message out to all the players that I wanted them to go do service, find a tree, find an uh, elderly lady that they could help, do something, take a picture of it, and send it to me so that I knew somebody, everybody was doing something productive that day. And then later that day, I had like 15 guys come and help me uh, cut down some trees in the neighborhood just down the street from my house and. We helped a couple elderly couples and a couple people that had no chance of getting rid of these trees and what had happened devastation-wise across the city. And uh, to put a smile on people's faces and to let them know we were out there trying to make a difference and to care was such a huge deal for our players to see that they could actually still make a difference even though football wasn't being played. Jake has a tree down in his yard. I do. Uh, Yep,
2: I've got one down. I still don't have power coach.
4: Well, we don't have power either. My wife and I, we we had to go get a little generator to keep our fridge and freezer from spoiling everything. So we are without power as well.
2: Yeah, it's no fun. Uh, Jay Hill, head coach at Weber State with us uh, here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And I would imagine, Coach, that this situation would be frustrating regardless of uh, what uh, kind of team you thought you had coming in. But uh, it's got to be hard because you were kind of set up to have a pretty good year, I think, this year.
4: Well, I think we still are. You know, as soon as we get to play, all all the seniors have been awarded their year back. And basically, if we get to play in the spring, it's a free. However many games we get to play, it's free for them. And so this team is excited about being together. There's a lot of returning starters. We got talent on both sides of the ball. And, uh, yeah, it's got a chance to be a special team, assuming they continue to come together the way they're supposed to and handle the next four or five months the way we should. We got a chance to be really good. So, Jay, did you
3: have a chance to watch what BYU did to Navy? I'm interested from a from a football coach's frame of mind, what you saw there and how you interpreted that.
4: Well, I was very impressed with BYU, their physicality. I think they're ever bit as good up front as everyone said they were. I mean, their offensive line is elite. They got up in their front 7 on defense. They're So many elite players in that area. Uh, I liked the play calling. I thought they were aggressive on both sides of the ball and did a good job tackling for a first game, going up against an option first game. Um, So, I mean, they, they looked super good in all aspects to me.
2: Jay Hill is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Um, you know, it's kind of been the bread and butter of some of your teams and uh, and some Utah teams you coached on, certainly. But uh, in this year's BYU team, you mentioned the, the guys up front. When you have a, an offensive line that, that really is good and has played together for a while, how much does that make everybody else on the team look?
4: Oh, yeah, it starts with that crew. I, I know they go unrecognized a lot and – People overlook them, and you know, to be a quarterback or running back is maybe a little more sexy. And but it starts with the offensive line because they are the mindset of your team. And if they're tough and nasty and great players, you got a chance to be really good. And that's what BYU looks like. They got they got some horses up front. Those guys are great players. They get a lot of recognition, but it looked like it was much deserved. And uh, I'll, I'll say this: I think Clonney's done a great job with that coaching staff. You know, with Aaron Roderick and, and Fessy Sataki, Steve Clark, some of those guys that I was really close with, and on the defensive side of the ball, Eliza, Preston Hadley, Ed Lamb. I mean, those, the Gennaro Guilford. I mean, they, he's put together, in my opinion, a very good staff to do what they did on Saturday. They look great, and I'm leaving out coaches, but that staff I thought did a great job getting those guys ready to play that first game. So, Jay, I'm wiping the slate clean
3: and you're you're starting a football team and I'm going to give you the choice of you can have the best quarterback in the country, you can have the best off- – maybe I should eliminate quarterback, but I'll throw it in there anyway – the best offensive line in the country or the best defensive line in the country, the best uh, linebackers, the best defensive backfield, the best running backs – which which, uh, which unit are you going to start with?
4: Well, that's a tough one, but I would say up front. Because uh, you, you watched Utah last year. They had that dominating, just dominating defensive line. And then all of a sudden, all their DBs are NFL guys because, frick, they got, they're playing behind that defensive line that was so elite. And you watched what BYU's offensive line did the other day. I just think I, I really believe football starts up front. And you watched it. A good example, the Baltimore Ravens, when they won the Super Bowl, they they had an okay quarterback, and they weren't putting up very many points, but they were so elite up front on defense that year that, man, they, it's just like the quarterback, all he had to do was go in there and manage the game. And quite frankly, that's how we were last year. We were elite up front, and we just had to go manage games and, and not screw it up, and that's what we did, and, you know, we had a good year, so – I really believe it starts with those guys. You can have the best quarterback in the country, but if you can't protect him and he's just getting drilled, you're only going to have him for a couple games anyway. So, Jay, if you're, gonna, if you're going up
3: against and you you, I'm sure you face this on more than a few occasions – When you know you're better than the team you're going against and you have that kind of offensive front up there, are you just going to power them until they're demoralized and they're about to give up? Is that what you do and not fiddle-faddle around with some of the cuter parts of offensive
4: football? Well, I think it's both. I really believe because you gotta you gotta instill your physicality and what you're better than them at. And I thought BYU, that's why I thought BYU did such a good job, is they still were hitting them with play actions and screens and keeping them honest. But the reality is they ran for the 200 yards in the first half and the damage was done. And they were running for 10 yards of carry there for a minute and just everything they were doing was establishing their dominance, but also keeping Navy on their toes. I think it's both. I
2: think it's both. Coach, uh, Scotty G jumped on our show and made some of the programming announcements uh, for our football coverage, including uh, you are a part of that. Uh, you and Coach Anderson are going to be on with uh, Scotty and Hans for an hour on Fridays. Um, now that you and Coach A are, are co-hosts, how's that? Uh, what, what's kind of going to be the vibe of the show? <laughs>
4: well, that's fun for me just because, Coach Anderson's one of those guys that I look up to the very most. He was actually the coach that recruited me to the University of Utah back when I was a player. And so that relationship's been good over the last 20 years. Uh, I look forward to it. I wish we were playing football, obviously, but um, to get on a, to get in on a Friday and talk football and just, uh, you know, be with Scotty and hands, I think this will be fun. And I think that it can be very informative to the fans, too, on maybe some insights that we normally wouldn't be able to give during the season Uh, maybe we can give some insights there that we normally wouldn't Jay are you one of those guys
3: that as you went through the coaching ranks you're like picking the minds of the coaches around you and how beneficial is that did you take notes do you have a notebook of all the stuff that you learned
4: in my office on the shelf I'll, I'll bet I've got 25 yellow notepads full of stuff that I took when I was a young player or graduate assistant quotes that coach Witt would give or urban Meyer would give or little tidbits, uh, McBride would give. And I I would write down that stuff. I take notes on books that I read. So yeah, I mean, I got notes laying all over my office on crap that I can still go back through and look at. And it's amazing how much that stuff recirculates. Uh, there for a while, quarters coverage went out of style and we were playing more cover three. And then, and then all of a sudden, quarters is back in style now and hardly anyone's playing one high safety looks. And anyway, it's all cyclical. It goes back and forth and it's still the game of football. And so to, to be able to refer back to those notes has been invaluable for me.
3: Well, Jay, you sure coach like you learned a few things along the way. I'll tell you that.
4: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you.
2: Well, Coach, we look forward to hearing you tomorrow with Coach Anderson. I thought it was, uh, it's a great idea. Look forward to the show, and we love having you on our show, so thank you so much for coming on.
4: Well, you guys are big time, just like the show says. I can't wait to keep listening to you.
2: Well, thanks, Coach. You're the best. There you go. Jay Hill, head coach at Weber State with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And yeah, one heck of a football coach, uh, Gordon, and one heck of a good dude to admire what he's done there at, at Weber State. Um, you you remember, this was back when you and I were, were hosting together the first time. What a disaster it was when the John L. Smith hire went south and Jody Sears was kind of a, a last minute person that nobody had ever heard of that they hired. And that didn't go well for a couple of years. And when Coach Hill picked it up, man, there was a lot of building to do. And now he's doing things uh, repeatedly that we've never seen at Weber State before.
3: But he knows how to recruit. He knows how to get the right players that are a good fit for his program. And that—that that is every coach at the college level that I've talked with brings that up. Anyone worth his salt brings that up immediately. You got to get the right players. And then once you do get, and it's different for every program, uh, at least different levels of college football. And Jay knew exactly where to go and what to do and how to put that thing together. And then, like I said before, he coaches them up real good, and yeah. we see the result.
2: No doubt about it. All right, we'll get to more Big Show coming up right around the corner. But joining us now in studio, our friend Katie from Homie and Homie.com. And Katie, right now, uh, you can use promo code Hans, H-A-N-S, and get uh, an additional savings off uh, the thousands you already are.
5: Yeah, exactly. We're excited to be offering that, and we're excited for Hans to have been able to save so much money and be able to go on to his next adventure, whatever that might be, with his Property selling. I don't. I don't know. I know it was a an extra condo he was selling, so it wasn't his actual home. He so. has
2: lots of nice condos with nice microwaves. He's talked <laughs> about. Uh, he's talked about that before. But Hans is a great example because I I don't know of any person who appreciates the value of a dollar more than Hans. Can I, am I putting that nicely? Yeah. That, very uh, nice. Okay. He he appreciates the value of a dollar. Uh, so you know if if Hans is on board, you guys are are saving him some money for sure.
5: Yeah, for sure. And that's what we're here for. Homey saves people thousands of dollars, um, and we just bring the entire process of home buying and selling under one roof. So we're, we can help you buy, we can help you sell, we can help you with your um, loans, whether it's refinancing or purchasing a new home, and we can also help you with your insurance, too.
2: You do everything, and that's kind of the idea. You're bringing it all under one umbrella to make it just as easy as possible for your clients.
5: Exactly, and all without those high high commissions or fees.
2: Yep. Save money Get better, serve juice, do it better. It's amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. All right, homie.com, promo code Hans. That's homie.com, promo code Hance. Uh Thank you very much, Katie. Thank you. All right, more big show coming up next 97.5 and 1280,
5: The Zone.
3: If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it?
2: Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for sounds of various clips, also known as Drop of the Day, where we get to have a little fun here at 530 with some of our favorite sound. Uh, Gordon, uh, today's is going to be pretty good. Uh, Stay tuned for 550, that segment. We're going to do an NFL survivor pool. We will uh, explain that. The big show NFL survivor pool might not last long, but we're going to give it a go. Uh, so that's coming up at uh, 5.50, so stay tuned for that. But uh, we brought up our friend Christian Cox earlier in the show, Gordon talking to Hanson Scotty, And Christian had this habit of uh, of giving out his resume before he would <laughs> ask uh, questions to people he was interviewing. And uh, we thought we'd relive some of those moments, and then we'll play uh, one of our favorite old-time bits of audio. But here's our friend Christian Cox.
3: Hey, Stuart. Christian Cox here, a former player at Utah last time game day was up there. I. I played in 2010. Had a brief stint in the NFL, and I was voted team captain by surprise my senior year. And Coach Franklin, uh, Christian Cox here, former former Ute, played played up there in '07 through 2010. Uh, had a brief stint with the Patriots. You know, I had a brief stint with playing the clarinet in the NFL. <laughs>
2: I love Christian Cox, man! What a great dude! What a football player! And uh, he did—he um, was one of our Ute insiders here on the on the Zone Sports Network for uh, several years, and was yeah. a- absolutely awesome to work with. Love Christian, but yeah, he he did do that. I know a lot of ex-players who do radio who do that for some reason. I, I don't get it. I, I think it is that they don't want to be identified with uh, the the dweebs in the media. So they have to kind of be like, oh, I'm not one of these guys. I actually used to play."
3: it. You really think that's what it is? Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. No, it's more that he's just introducing himself, saying, hey, this is my experience and this is where I'm coming from, as opposed to trying to put anybody else down i don't think so
2: why do you think when uh whenever i cover a u-ter cougar practice hans refuses to be seen with not only me but anybody else in the media
3: well that i do believe
2: (laughs) every every single time be like hey hans how are you and he'll just walk right by and pretend not to know you (laughs) never met that dude
3: is that why he never has like a recorder with him or a notepad? Uh, probably, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, we're kidding, of course, but it does uh, it does bring up uh, one of our favorite bits, and I could, this has got to be over ten years old, and I have no idea where it came from, but it's always been funny. Here it is: voicemail, resume guy.
0: <laughs> Mike, my name is Tom BS, MBA, Patent and Inventor. I'm also a professional photographer and microphotographer. Look, I'm the best of the best. I'm I'm about to come into big money. I mean, huge. But I have some temporary, maybe full, full, uh, permanent, uh, part-time working uh, necessities. I I don't need to make much. Um, I don't live on much. I don't really like money. I mean, we all like money, but uh, my phone number is three. I'm very well educated and thought of. I'm incredibly smart. I'm a genius. people who study people like me think I might be one of the smartest people in the country. Anyhow, I have a lot of powerful friends and uh, they want me enter into politics soon. But my point is I need to make, you know, a hundred or two a week and I'll do anything. I'll shovel shit. I'll analyze stock values. I can do anything and have. Um, I have an education, it would blow your arm off if you look at the resume, but my computer's down and I'm just looking for some immediate part-time only. I can only make a 1000 a month, I believe it is. I'm on disability. Um, I don't even look disabled. I'm terminally ill. I've been that way six years, three months to live. I don't look sick. Young women love me. And according to them, I'm hysterical and the smartest man i ever met. And I look good. That's the problem. Um, please give me a call. Again, my number is 533. That's a new number for me. It's my home number. Um, thank you. Bye-bye.
2: I've got an education that would blow your arm off. <laughs> I'd give you my resume, but my computer's broken.
3: <laughs> he said he's about to come into a bunch of money, but he can only make a 1000 a month.
0: Because <laughs> he's on disability. Oh. Um, I have an education that would blow your arm off.
2: If <laughs> you could only get the resume, but my uh,
3: my computer's broken. And so. women find me remarkably attractive. <laughs> it's a problem.
2: I can see you leaving a, a voicemail resume like that, Gordon.
3: No, I, uh, that, that that now that's going to get your attention. That's not going to be one of those ones that just ends up. You're hiring that guy. Uh, well, I, I mean, he, he got
0: my attention. <laughs> I thought this guy's pretty clever. I'm extremely. I good can lady. do anything and have. Um, I have an education that would blow your arm off I if can. you look at the resume, but my computer's down.
1: I can That's do a, anything I mean, and have except that, fix my computer. That
0: is
2: an underrated <laughs> part of that right there. Actually, now that you replay that, I can do anything and have. Now, that sounds like something that my friend Gordon Monson would say. No way. I could do anything
0: and, I do anything and have. My down. <laughs> uh, I can do anything and have, but and my well, computer's I'm, down.
2: I can do anything and have.
3: But my I'm, computer's down. I'm a lousy... Uh, I'm a lousy uh, resume writer i i I don't like i don't like bragging about myself since when the only people who think i brag about myself are you and austin
2: (laughs) i mean we could play that honk button at least 1500 times a show
3: get out of here it's not, not 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 i just can't sit there and listen to an insecure person brag about how great everything is My life's a lot better than yours. My kids are a lot better than yours. I have a nice car. Mine's better than yours? I'm better than you at what you do for a living, and I've never done it before. All of those things were said. Oh, no. Every one of those things... Was said in sarcasm. After the recession, anyway, I dropped 90 mil. Well, I've recouped that and doubled it. So I'm up to half a billion now. And so I got less time than I got money. I got to burn through this, man. Come on, let's do it. That sounds like bragging. I didn't mean it. To be. It was. All of that, all of that was said in jest. None of that was was meant. Sorry my dog's bark.
2: Except for the I have a nice car part which you 100%
3: meant. Right, right. And I'll back that because somebody was saying, do um, you am well, the best of the best? Do you have a lot of stuff and do you spend a lot of money on this that, and the other? And I said, no, I don't. The only thing the only nice thing I have is 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 I have a nice car. So it was I'm incredibly
0: smart. I'm a genius. <laughs>
3: I don't brag about myself. Quite the contrary, man. I let you guys run me down the whole show. People people don't like run me down. People in the country. Come on, we build you up. Now, if you heard a guy leave that kind of uh, audio uh, resume, would you call him? No. Or would you just blow him off? I would I'll do blow him anything. off. I'll shovel <laughs> I'll do anything <laughs> and have <laughs> and have there, well, there are there are contradictions in there you yeah. think
2: just but, a few oh and
3: by the way i am very attractive
2: you i could see you also saying uh,
1: i have very powerful friends uh, they want me to get into politics you know when john wooden would call me for advice
3: <laughs> see this this is just this is just a miss a mis- this is a, what's a misrepresentation of what i've said a lot, a lot most of that stuff that that austin played there was something i was reading or something that had to do with a joke or something it wasn't legit
2: or something you were deeply feeling at the time
3: no none of it it was all it was like it was like when i read that i <laughs> read that list of things i would do if uh if uh the jazz won a title or something that was a list of things that were taken from other things
1: well what about this one
3: my good friend, Don Sterling, who happens to be an executive with the Jazz. I did get an invitation to go to the Playboy Man. I did meet Hugh. Oh, unbelievably nice. I got a phone call from Donald Sterling's executive who said, Donald really liked something you wrote, and he wants to invite you to a Clippers game to sit on the front row and go to dinner beforehand with him. I got a letter from Casey Case discussing something I had written. He said, I'm a fan, and I really enjoyed this. It was really, really good. Doesn't sound like a list. No, it no, no. doesn't sound uh, no, like a list hold at on, all. Hold on. It's not bragging. It's just relating experiences that, that <laughs> have, have happened.
2: Our friend on Twitter, Wild Turkey Fart Blunt, tweets in. He says, uh, Gordon's references would be sliced alone. Magic Johnson and O.J. Simpson, they'd give a recommendation that would blow your arm off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Well our done. listeners are pretty funny. All right, we're going to do a big show NFL suicide pool. We give our first picks, and we'll set up the rules coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone.
0: I can do anything in half, but my computer's down.
2: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business, telecom, and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. All right, with the NFL starting tonight uh, with Kansas City and uh, Houston, we thought it would be fun to do a Big Show Survivor Pool where – Austin, Gordon, and I will compete uh, for as long as this lasts, because there's no way this thing is lasting throughout the entire season. So maybe we start it up again or something uh, after it ends. But you're familiar with the rules of a survivor pool, right, Gordon?
3: Not really. Well, uh, this is what I'm assuming. You pick, uh, we're going to make the picks, and as soon as we're wrong, we're gone? So that's, that,
2: in a sense. But here's what makes it challenging, is that we're only picking one game a week, but you can't pick that winner twice, so since okay. you're a front-runner for the Chiefs, you can't pick the Chiefs every week. Once you have picked the Chiefs, you mm. can't pick them again. Yeah, okay. So you have to be a little bit a little bit more calculated in what games you pick when. Does that make any sense?
3: Okay. Yeah, it does make sense.
2: So we've got a all full right. slate of games uh, this weekend, and I'll just go over uh, all the games we have on tap, and then we'll pick our three. Um, do we know what order we want to go in? Let's let Gordon go first. We can let Gordon go Let's first. Let's go oldest to youngest. Oldest to youngest it is. All right. So we have here are the games this weekend, starting tonight with the Texans and the Chiefs. Sunday, here's your early games on Sunday. Um, you have uh, Philadelphia at Washington, Miami at the Patriots, the Vikings hosting the Packers, the Colts at the Jags, Detroit hosting the Bears. Uh, The Raiders are on the road to Carolina. The Jets are at Buffalo. The Ravens host the Browns. And the Falcons host the Seahawks. The afternoon games, Gordon. The Chargers at the Bengals. The Cardinals at the Niners. The Buccaneers at the Saints. That should be a pretty good one. Uh, The night game will be the Cowboys at the Rams. And then Monday night doubleheader, the Giants host the Steelers. And the Broncos host Austin's Titans. So there's... Uh, there's the matchups week one. I think the best matchups, survivor pool aside, Gordon, I like. Um, I think the Bucks saints is a great matchup. I think Cowboys-Rams should be really, really good. And I like tonight's matchup uh, with the Chiefs and the Texans. I think that's a, a really spectacular way to start things out. Oh, the Packers and the Vikings, too? That's a great yeah. game. So several great games this weekend. But we'll, let's get into the survivor pool. Gordon, uh, I will keep track of our picks because I don't trust you. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll do this to take something off Austin's plate. So uh, let's All start right. with you. What uh, We're picking one winner from one game.
3: Okay, I'll take the Bills over the Jets.
2: Gordon is taking the Bills over the Jets. Any particular reason, Gordon? Let's let's explain our picks to make this segment informative. Well, one, well
3: I don't want to be eliminated after the first week. And I think the Bills are going to be pretty good this year. And uh, it's a home game for the Bills, and I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I just want to get off on a good foot here, and I think the Bills are going to be good. And, and the Jets, if they follow their typical path uh, that should be a victory for the Bills.
2: By the way, I should have laid out what's on the line for this before we got started, but you know at least already. The the winner is going to get to pick incriminating audio for the two not winners in this scenario. So that's so that's we, what on what's on the line here.
3: So if we all get eliminated, which we will, and then we start up again do we just keep track of the total victories is that what we're going to do
2: maybe we'll see how it goes maybe we'll all be recording 15 incriminating audios by the end of this whole thing but I I also think I want to add an addendum if you lose week one you've got to record two incriminating audios
0: (laughs) Wait,
1: wait, (laughs) at least make it two. week one
3: no you can't do that after I made my pick otherwise (laughs) I would just go with a slam dunk forget that
1: there's uh, not much uh, uh, more of a slam dunk this week than Bills over the Jets. Bills Jets yeah. is pretty slam dunky. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm currently changing my pick because that was going to be mine.
2: So, uh, yeah. wait, well, you could pick this no, game. No, There's no, nothing no, no, wrong no. with that. What do you, What do you think about the Bills, Gordon? I I think you pick an intriguing one because I think the Bills are one of those wild card teams out there where you know they could win that division. I think uh, they will, particularly because the Patriots don't have Tom Brady. But a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of people are not so sure on Josh Allen quite yet. If he's is he really a dynamic passer, or is he just kind of a good enough to win a few games?
3: Yeah, I don't know the answer to that completely, and uh, we'll learn more as the season goes on. But I just think the collective uh, body of talent they have there, and besides, I mean, how long has it been since the Bills have been, you know, have been uh, consistently
0: good?
2: Um, probably since they went to those, um, since Scott Norwood, since they went to those Super Bowls, um, all those years ago. No, they, they've, they've been terrible. And then, uh, didn't the one year they make the playoffs, they blew up the team immediately thereafter (laughs) when they made it with Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I mean, it's, it it certainly has been, I, I'm not ashamed to say I'm cheering for the Bills this year. I'd like to see them have a, have a good football team, but I still think the Patriots win that division
3: the bills uh, the, I remember back when Jack Kemp was the quarterback for the bills that's going back a whole lot of decades but
1: he so related to Sean uh, and isn't Jack Kemp wasn't he a senator
3: yes he went on oh. into poli- politics he was but uh, but okay what's your pick
2: um I'll go next that's fine I'm gonna go with the Indianapolis Colts. On the road, beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. That
3: was my that, next pick. Yeah, that was the one I looked at too. <laughs> I'm recording two curated audios this week. What do you
2: think about uh, Philip Rivers as a Colt? Because they they last year, Gordon, before Andrew Luck retired, they thought they had a roster that could compete for the Super Bowl. Maybe not the favorite, but they thought they had a roster that could compete. Then he retires, and they were okay. And now Philip uh, Rivers, they're thinking they can just plug him in. Maybe he's not as good as Andrew Luck, but he can still, you know, be good enough to connect with Ty Hilton. You know,
3: yeah, I like I like that move, and I think he will make a difference. But uh, he sucked last year, yeah.
2: Philip Rivers. I mean, he was terrible, and a lot of people thought that Chargers roster was pretty good, and Philip Rivers was bad. So I, I, that's what gives me pause. But I think they're good enough to beat the Jags, who are losing on purpose.
3: Yes, they're going to be bad.
2: They're they're going for pick numero uno. They're they couldn't <laughs> trade their best players fast enough. Trade or cut their best <laughs> players fast enough. And I love Gardner Minshew and his swag, but uh, I'm going with the uh, I'm going with the Colts over the Jags. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you what other game I cons- uh, considered after we're all done with this thing.
3: You know, what we should have done what a smart thing to do on this would be to pick whoever's playing the Jags.
2: Yeah, there you go. But you know. You're going to have picked a team before that's playing the Jags that week. And plus, you never Right. Know.
3: I mean, there would be some exceptions, but right. that would be a good
2: But that week. is my strategy this week. I'm going with uh, the Colts over the Jags.
1: And Austin, again, you can pick one of these
2: well, games we've picked if you want.
1: Nah, no, I don't want to do that. I, I'm going to be gutsy. You guys do that later and be chicken if you want in the following weeks. But I'm going to be uh, original and unique. How about that okay, for Okay, so what
3: do you, What are we going to do when Austin has to do the incriminating <laughs> audio? You start thinking now.
1: Uh, I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens over the Cleveland Browns this week. That's my oh, well, third pick. That's a and, slam dunk.
2: No, and uh, I thought about oh. that too, but the, the well, reason— Listen that, here, Bills fans. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm just holding off on the Ravens for later when you need when you need a W. That'd be no nice. There's no other game yeah. out there because they, they. Let's be honest, they are going to stump the Browns. And is anyone on this show buying the Browns as uh, being better this year? Because they were the league's biggest disappointment last year. I I, I just don't believe in Baker Mayfield.
1: I, they're yeah. a disappointment every year because people somehow get their hopes up about the Browns foolishly. I've never understood that. What about Gordon? It seems like the Browns are always the flavor of the year.
3: Yeah. Well, people always expect them to be okay. This is the year. This is the year. This is the year. And it's never the year.
2: The other game I really considered was Chargers over the Bengals. But I don't know how it's going to go there with uh, my guy, Tyrod Taylor, as their quarterback. Yeah. They've got more around him.
3: Uh, the Bengals are going to be last in that division for
2: sure. Oh yeah, I I agree with that. All right, so uh, Austin, uh, you took the Ravens. I took the Colts, and uh, Gordon took the Bills. All right, we'll see how this goes.
1: What if we all three Lose. skunk?
2: Well, then we're just we should just <laughs> we'll never talk NFL again. No, would you just quit? <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, joining us now in studio, our friend Katie from Homey. She's helping you out in the what's really kind of a Complicated real estate market right now. Homies probably needed more than ever.
5: Yeah, we're here to help answer all questions that you have and make it simple and easy for you and A lot less of a headache, for sure. And,
2: you know, a lot of people, there's a misconception out there that you guys are just a tech company and that uh, you'll get no help and you're saving all this money because they're not paying an agent to help you. That couldn't be further from the truth.
5: Exactly. We're, you know, we're here to help you, guide you throughout the whole process. We have licensed real estate agents who are there to, to lead you, and we have licensed loan officers. Um, to give you all the guidance and answer all the questions you might have. Um, We're here to make this process simple and easy. Um, We're utilizing technology to make it a hands-on experience so you have complete um, clarity as what's going on and you know you're, you're kept in the loop and you're not in the dark in any of it.
2: You know, and uh, your story, we haven't hit on this today, but your personal story, I think, is an interesting one, because you were in the, the, you were a realtor, you still are, actually, but, (laughs) I mean, you were in the kind of other world uh, of how things are traditionally done, and you actually heard about homie on the Zone, and, and now you're on board because it's a better way to do it.
5: Exactly. I'm a faithful zone listener and have been for years, which throws a lot of people off. But, <laughs> um, I actually had to convince my husband to, to listen to the zone and to like sports. So um, thanks for helping me out with that one. He's but smart for
2: listening to you, too.
0: He's a um, smart
5: guy. But because of Johnny coming on here and talking about um, homie, that really had me interested when I was just feeling kind of lost in my own personal real estate journey. And I just didn't feel like it was the right way. I just was struggling. And I heard Johnny and I I kept listening to you guys. And the more and more I heard, the more and more I fell in love with this company. And and the the new way of doing things where we're not paying a crazy high commission, we're we're making it um, cheaper and more affordable to put that equity and keep it in the rightful pockets that it needs to be in. And frankly, be
2: more effective at doing the job too. Exactly. Better... A better way to do
1: things.
5: Yep, we're just using that technology that's already out there that we're all using anyways um, and we're just making it easy and simple um, for you to save money and find what you need.
2: And if you use promo code HANTS, uh, go to homie.com, promo code HANTS, uh, 500 bucks off uh, the flat listing rate?
5: Yep, so you can um, list your home for $1,500.
2: Wow, amazing. Alright, homie.com, promo code HANTS. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 12.80 of The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, ninety-seven-five and 1280 The Zone. Another Thursday comes and goes. Gordon and I still don't have any power at home, so great. Can't <laughs> wait to commute home. Maybe I'll stay here. Austin, do you want to hang out? I've done it before. It's not bad. Oh, you've got the movie zone coming up, so there's no hanging out I mean, out I'll be you. here
1: a while still, yeah.
2: Maybe I could, uh, I don't know, walk around or something. It's an empty building. It is an empty building, but the power's on. <laughs> the power's working. Yeah, but the power is on. There's so. water running and hot. There's not. So. <clears throat> All right, we do have the movie zone coming up next. Uh, Austin Horton
1: and Johnny Lightfoot. What is today's uh, poll question, Austin? Yeah, it's a little off the beaten path, if I do say so myself. What are some good movies that involve museums and or art? Night at the Museum. That that would That is one.
2: I like uh, what's his Ed Harris playing Pollock. Oh, okay. That's Jackson Pollock. Have you ever seen what that movie? What is the name of that movie? It's oh. called Pollock. I am pretty sure. Oh well, I was thinking of a different thing. Really? If you've never seen that, it's a it's a I not really not really an uplifter per se. He wasn't a happy soul, was he? He was not not a happy soul. No, but uh, what's her name? Mariel Hemingway and Ed Harris. They they both uh, give pretty dynamite performances. Gordon, you went with the night of the museum. Any others come to mind?
3: Hmm. Not really. I'm sure there are, but uh the how about uh, what was the movie when the guy was a uh, an art thief and they uh they used to go to museums. Uh, what was that? Uh oh, I forget the name of it. Anyway, uh yeah, I'll go with ninth museum. You know thief, the, no, do you know that one
2: movie, movie about the art thief? I don't.
3: No, it was, are you talking uh, about Dijon? Pierce Brosnan and Rene Russo? Oh, as a remake.
1: oh what oh, yeah, is that yeah, yeah, called?
2: Yeah. yeah, I have a funny story about that. Actually. Uh,
1: it is a remake. What yeah. is it called, though? Ah, oh well. Uh, Everyone knows not a jo- a, ca- a thief. No, uh, no. Well, while you look that up, the reason why we're doing this poll question is there's a new movie out about a girl that makes a museum out of people's. Uh, collectibles that have been discarded from past relationships. Mm. Mm. So, like, like if your boyfriend and you break up and you have his ties, you donate them to this museum and people go look at it. So. Thomas Crown Affair. That's by the it. Way.
3: Yes. Yeah. Huh. Hey guys, I got. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm about ready to break out in tears here. Uh Oh. My wife is having one of the trees in our front yard uh, cut down. And I love that tree.
2: Did it get blown over by the wind? No. How did you get a tree crew out to your house to do something non-emergency related?
3: Uh, I don't know.
1: Somehow it happened. There's a lot of people right now who've lost trees they love not by choice. Can you send
2: them down to my house? I've got a tree I need. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Probably could, but I'm sitting here looking at this tree. And this tree, we planted this tree when we first moved here, 28, 27, 28 years ago. And it's it's being. I'm looking at it. It's a friend, and my wife is having it cut down. I'm gonna weep. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna blubber like a baby.
1: It could have fallen into your living room in a windstorm. Yeah, I'm just pretty angry right now, actually.
3: <laughs> Jeez, you could have not this told me this story. Is- you're just, this, is you're... Totally, this is totally, this totally optional. <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. your you tree is there hanging off that. your house.
2: Meanwhile, half the half the valley is dealing with blown over trees and stuff in their yard. Meanwhile, Gordon's like, you know, I think we'll go ahead and get this taken out now.
3: <laughs> what? No, I did what? not. This was not. This was not my doing. I, I don't want that tree cut down.
2: I hope you are paying they're... ten
1: grand for that tree removal. Actually, that's pretty f- feasible for tree removal. Actually, so. Hundred grand, twenty want grand. Send,
3: send them. You want me to send them down to your place? No,
1: no, I don't.
3: <laughs> they've got a, they've got a heck of a, a chainsaw out there that uh, isn't dependent on electricity. Okay. But even if it were, oh. it wouldn't be a problem.
2: I knew I was I mean, going to go home place. in a bad mood, uh, but now I'm just going home angry. <laughs> There's people listening whose cars just, got crushed. God, by of course, trees. I, I drove by one on the way
3: in. <laughs> go. Oh my gosh! No, no. I, you guys, I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad. I, cannot, I can't take this. It's a living thing. Well, wow. we're sorry for your loss. <laughs> May the
2: power stay on. <laughs> wow. I, I hope you're going to be okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think that thing is plugged in and the power's working. Thoughts and prayers. All yeah.
2: right. Well, Movie Zone's oh my next. Oh, gosh. I was, I was excited goes. to talk about museum movies. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll talk to you tomorrow on the big show 97.5 and 128 of the heck
3: Zone. Of a saw. Wow, look at that saw.